0: It's Natasha
1: and KCN,
0: and we are the co hosts of
1: Woken Free. Free.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 22nd episode of Woken Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woken Free Wednesdays, you know that Woken Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We are talking about everything and anything that's important to us, to you, and the world, and of course, nothing is off the table. In this episode, we will be talking with the creator of the Brutally Honest podcast, Mr. Harrison Barron. And we are super, super excited to, to share this conversation with you. It was very, uh, very enlightening, guys. But before we get there, let's go over a couple of things. Have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play? Our SoundCloud, YouTube, and also, of course, iHeartRadio. If not, please do. And then, have you shared an episode recently with your friends and family? Definitely share this episode. Share some past episodes. We're making this for you guys. We love when you love it. So, you know, sharing is caring. And then, of course, talk to us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at WokenFree.
1: Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic. Last week, we shared the song we have to boogie down to no matter what. This week, we are sharing three things we do that make us successful.
0: Mm -hmm. So first of all, I mean, with my Jedi training, joking. Wow. um, (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yes, Obi-Wan. The three things that come to mind, first and foremost, would be my morning gratitude list. I wake up. Uh, I'd definitely, uh, check Facebook, but then also proceed before getting out of bed to think of at least three things that I'm grateful for, for the day, including my crazy husband. Um, so <laughs> that's awesome. Crazy. And- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. Okay, gotcha. Then the second one is journaling. I write every day, so whether it's my journal, whether it's a blog post, whether it's you know my endless uh, to-do list, calendaring. I love writing, and it helps me be focused, and it helps target my intentions down into tangibility. So that definitely helps me be more successful. And then thirdly, amongst other things that I do, but just the third, we only have to mention three things. I would say reading. I'm surrounded by books. Khalil can attest this. I have maybe. 25 books out from the library. I buy books constantly. I can't get enough of books every day. You have to read. You have to learn something new. And it helps me be a better human being, a better woman, a better entrepreneur, a better wife, better person. Those are my three things. What are yours, Galil?
1: My three things are first, remembering to focus on my goals, which by looking at my vision board helps me out a ton. Second thing is researching and learning about the latest science and tech. I love that stuff, so... Learning and researching about it gives me different ideas and, you know, poten- potentially I can turn them into a business one day. So uh-huh. it's definitely important. And the last thing I do is drink my energizing tea that doesn't contain any caffeine. This <laughs> this thing gets me through the day really well and it, there's no, like, side effects to it. Uh-huh. There's no downing or you don't get, like, groggy or anything from it. It's really good. The only thing about it is it doesn't taste that great. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> uh-huh. I can take it. Because I don't care. I know if it's good for you, it's it goes good in the body. So I'll still use it whenever I can. My wife, on the other hand, is very afraid of it.
0: You see all that shade that's being thrown my way? Mm, I knew you were coming for me, too. Someone
1: else mentioned crazy about their spouse. So mm-hmm. I don't know i going okay. the most shade.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. All right. Well, we'll keep this love train going. And <laughs> we're going to get onto to the topic today. But before we do so, uh, let me introduce our special guest. So Harrison Barron is an account executive for Nerds at Care and hosts the Broodly Honest podcast, developing an interest in radio while working alongside his childhood friend Cameron Ashby. The two forged a year-long stint learning about radio as they grew with their fan base on We're Live with Cam and Harry. Following some time off, Harrison decided he wanted to get his voice back on the mic as a solo MC. The internal question ensued: what would my voice stand for? After much thought, Harrison decided that his listeners deserved quality story t- storytelling from guests coming from various walks of life with the intention of bettering their lives. The primary goal of the show is to be to bring interesting guests to the show from different walks of life. They share their stories, mistakes, and expertise in their fields and interests so we can all learn from one another so it's time to speak with Harrison so the first question I have for you Harrison is what are three things that you do every day that makes you successful
2: uh three things that make me successful every day uh I would have to say first is I journal every morning um almost without fail unless I'm unless something happens where I wake up super late um I'm break into the routine of waking up at astronomically hour early hours in the morning as well Mm -hmm. so i'll wake up i try to wake up try to be out of my bed at 5 a.m and then i'll jump sit down at my desk i'll journal for a couple minutes and then uh after that shortly following is meditation uh which i think is a huge factor in my daily success Mm -hmm. um and if i can i'll meditate multiple times a day if if it if at all possible
0: wonderful okay another thing you do or no
2: um, that, I mean, that's pretty much it, you know, I have my morning coffee usually while I'm journaling and then, uh, I go right into a 10 to 30 minute meditation, depending on how long I have and whatnot.
1: Okay. Well, going on to the meditation thing. So where did you learn how to meditate from?
2: So, uh, this is not a, uh, a plug for the, for the company, but, I a a lot of people talked about it and I kept hearing ads for, and I guess ads do work, uh, a phone app called Headspace and on headspace i was actually able to you pay a couple bucks a month and you basically get access to these all pre-recorded meditations and you just pick how long you want them for and from there you're pretty much golden i mean it doesn't really get much simpler than that
0: wonderful wonderful okay
1: do you need a role model to be successful or can you be your own role model Oh, that's a good
2: question. I don't know if you need a role model to be successful. I think I think having somebody already be successful in something that you're doing is just proof of concept because I think far too often people get a little too carried away with trying to do something um that is either far too oftenly done, which I think is something that has a negative impact on most people and Not that it's a bad thing, but it's much harder to become successful when there's already a ton of people that have already tried to do it. If you're the first person or one of the first getting into it. So for example, if you look at, we're we're obviously recording a podcast. If you look at the podcast people, there's already been, there's already, there's a lot of podcasts out there. So it's very hard to be successful. But the people that are super successful on the podcasting world were one of the first uh, or some of the first people that got into it. So because they're some of the first people that got into it, it makes it makes everything that they're doing, you know, they they didn't have competition. They got to easily rise to the top and they still had to work for it, but not like other, you know, other podcasts where you're competing with, I think there's 41,000 podcasts now that they say are out in the world. So to have a role model is proof of concept, but I personally think it, it all relies on you and how bad you want it far too often i see people that are saying hey it's you know i could do this or i could do this or i think i could do this and i'm not saying that they can't because they probably can but see if somebody's done it before because if somebody's done it before that means it really can be done if you're a pioneer and if you're pioneering something don't get me wrong it probably can be done too but you have to there you have no role model or you have no example to follow
0: Interesting. But what about the fact that, you know, a lot of successful people and people on the path of success are like doing things that have been done over and over again, like writing a book, right? That's not a new concept. That's not a new idea. But yet, um, you know, certain books are more bestsellers than others and whatnot. So do you really think that success, really, the majority of people who are successful have to be like the first one to the market kind of a thing? Or is that uh, just the method you're saying? you, you think? Is easier to strive for
2: yeah no definitely not necessarily um once it's proof of concept and it could be proven that it's done any i think anyone could do it all over again the pioneers who started out definitely when they have little to no competition have i don't want to say easier because they have their own different challenges but you know for example when you're writing books there's always going to be you know information changes daily so when there's constantly a change of information, as long as you're bringing something relevant and new to the table regularly, you're going to rise to the top. You know, it's far too often you see people that are, you know, trying to replicate something. They read a book from, you know, the 1900s, which is great, but that information in there might not, is not relevant to 2018. It it just isn't. So you can't relate. Um, I, I shouldn't say you can't. It's it's relatable, but as long as there's new stuff coming out, new content being created, new information, as long as you're bringing value to somebody, whether it's um, you know a young kid or an adult, you're going to have success. You know, look at Facebook and MySpace. You know, did Tom, the guy who created MySpace, lose? No, he's, he sold sold MySpace for I think for twenty five million or something like that. So that was some obnoxious amount of money. So and Facebook just made it better. MySpace proved that it could be done, and Facebook came and crushed it.
0: Gotcha. Now who do you look up to? Oh
2: man. Uh I have a lot of people that I look up to. Uh one of the one of my big life changer life changers of twenty seventeen, I think, was I went to a Tony Robbins event and um, you know, the power of positive thinking and stuff like that. But lately, you know, I follow a lot of Tony Robbins, I follow a lot of Gary Vaynerchuk. Um and then You know, I don't like to have too many people that I look up to as far as, you know, I don't want to say these fictitious, fictitious people, but you know, it's not likely you're going to be able to hang out with Gary Vaynerchuk for the rest of your life, unless you end up working for him. It's not likely that you're going to be able to hang out with Tony Robbins for the rest of your life. So you have to find people in your day-to-day life that are either going to support you or you could look up to or aspire to be what they're doing. And even if you think they're a little out of reach, I tell people all the time, you know, All it takes is a simple tweet, an email, um, you know, ask somebody, hey, if somebody knows somebody, just ask for an introduction and see where, see where it goes, you know, and and I've met so many amazing people, um, especially the ones that I've had on my show, just because I've had, I've had the courage to ask, hey, you know, what's up? And then I maintain and become friends with these people.
1: Mm -hmm. You mentioned Gary Vaynerchuk. Do you believe in doing the same things as your idol or someone you admire?
2: um no uh i actually i i thought i think about that a lot and i I say no it'd probably be super cool to to do something like gary does and and who knows i mean you learn a lot of skills when you start your own podcast uh skills that most people would never know but when you i wouldn't want to be him you know i would want to be maybe kind of like him you know but who knows if a, a media company is exactly what i want but if I have the courage and I have the drive to create a giant empire like him and use him as, hey, you know, Gary Vanderchuk can do it and he wasn't even born here and worked for a wine shop, then why can't I do it? And I could do my own version of what my dream is.
0: Gotcha. Okay. How do you define success? What is a successful person?
2: Uh, A successful person. Um, I think success is where you are happy with where you've gotten. Um, I don't think success is, everybody has their own definition of what success really is. If you have on your day-to-day, like my idea of success changes regularly. You know, mm. hey, is success a $100 million or is it success a million dollars? You know, is success, hey, you know, I have many successes every single day. You know, if I get more subscribers on my podcast because people enjoy it, that's, That's awesome. I love that. But if I don't, you know, that maybe that's that's a loss for that day. But you know, you have your short term, your midterm, and long term goals. And when you hit those goals, I think that's your success. Because if you if you make this giant conglomerate of an idea of what you want your success to look like whether you know you own you know hey i'm gonna buy a football team or i'm gonna buy a baseball team or i'm gonna have a 500 million dollar a billion dollar company you know to get to something that far is Mm -hmm. so hard without setting up little little successes along the whole way because jeff bezos who created amazon didn't just hey i'm gonna make a billion dollar company It was, you know, I see, I see something all the time. And, you know, it's Jeff Bezos and he has Amazon written down Sharpie in in his wall in his office in a cubicle. And he creates this monster company. It was little successes along. And I'm the same way. You know, my successes are measured in a lot of what I do. And it's not, it's not even finance. It's, hey, you know, I started a podcast. I created a website. Great. You know. Now it's this, now it's this, now it's working on this. It's, hey, you know, I did this. I completed this. I got this done. I got this person to listen to it. This person's interested. I was able to sit down and talk to this person. Those are my little successes. And then working towards the large goal of major success.
1: Wonderful. All right. How do you know when things are going the right way for a venture or business?
2: Um, I don't know, actually. You know, I, I don't think there is a way there's obviously a way to fail you know if you're a company and you're trying to sell goals and uh, if you're trying to sell goods and you're trying to make money then you obviously need to stay um making profit but a lot of companies you know they do they do go under but i've i've come to realize as i get older you know even if your company does you know you're losing money on your company it doesn't mean you need to doesn't mean you should give up there's a lot of options that you have you know maybe your concept is good maybe you're just not charging enough maybe you just need to modify some things and then you can make it successful so you know in the podcasting world a lot of it you're not really making money on there's no you're not your product is is a free service for the most part so there is no real way to say hey you know are you succeeding or not succeeding you know the day i think that a podcast will fail or the way i look at my podcast and you know the day i know it's going to fail is you know if i hit zero subscribers you know if all of a sudden, everything goes away, and I'm done. There's nobody left to listen, and and then that's when I know that either I went wrong somewhere and I failed to course correct, or you know maybe it's time to pull the plug, or maybe it's time to just build on that. And you know what what did I do? What went wrong, or where did I go wrong, and what can I do to make it better? And then you know you course correct and you adjust, and then you you work towards towards your new goal.
0: Absolutely, I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So now, ten, can you share the story of like how you started your podcast, early on honest?
2: Do you want the long story or the short story?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know you're long-winded, so right. let's keep it abbreviated. <laughs> a- re- well,
2: your podcast is a lot shorter than mine.
0: Yes.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um. So I I was talking about the podcast for a long time, and and it was it, I realized that it was one of my few talents of I could talk to people, um, and really get to know them. Pretty intimately and uh because of that the i had spoken about it to a bunch of friends and from there um uh, we one of my buddies cameron called me i was sitting at the gas station we were in the same car and he saw me and was like hey harrison are you still thinking about doing that podcast and i was like absolutely he goes let's do it i'm in we'll be partners i went home and just started hammering out information on my computer i'm i'm messaging all my friends that i think even have a little bit of knowledge on how to set this thing up and Mm -hmm. bought my first microphones and a complete disaster uh because they didn't work the way i needed them to um i'm actually using one of the microphones that i didn't sell to somebody for stuff like this and uh you know i had my old show and then with my buddy cameron and just the time and stuff like that with him it it happened to just not work out and I still love him dearly and I see him all the time. And then I went off to start, obviously the brutally honest podcast. And from there, um, you know, I'm actually coming up in 30 days or so, uh, I'm hitting my one year anniversary on podcasting, which is, uh, means a lot to me.
1: Awesome.
0: Wow. Very cool.
1: Why is it important to be brutally honest? Uh,
2: I've made a lot of friends and I made a lot of enemies being honest. Um, (laughs) It sounds terrible, but, you know, I just don't have time for people that are going to give me the runaround um, at all. I, I have no tolerance for it. If either I'm going to be with you and I'm going to be a straight shooter or it's just there's no point in doing business. You know, but I do I do business. Uh, I do a lot of sales and stuff like that in my full time job. And even with podcasting and stuff like that when I get a guest on, I don't want somebody that's going to, you know, I have to appease them. You know, we're going to have a great time. I know we're going to have a great time, but if I catch you lying or telling untrue stories, you know, it, tell, it just shows that it's so unauthentic and you know, what are you hiding? You know, if, if I feel like you're hiding something, it's, it's the simplest thing in the world in sales. You know, you don't, you only buy people from, you only buy from people you, um you buy from people you like. So if I call somebody out and say, Hey, you know, I think your product sucks in all honesty, you know, you might be a great person, but I think your product sucks. It is what it is, man. You can't, can't take that to heart, you know, or when somebody gets mad that I'm not doing business with them, you know, they have an inferior product to something that I already have or something that I can get for better somewhere else. You know, I'd rather be honest with them than, you know, no, there's, there's three in the sales world. There's three good answers. There's yes, no, There actually two good answers, yes and no. The worst answer you could possibly get is maybe. Because maybe you can, you know, everybody gets that, oh, you know, I'll I'll call you back or I got to look at it still or I got to do this, I got to do this, I got to do this. Just tell me no. You know, I'd much rather you tell me no and I save all of this time trying to track somebody down or, and that even with the podcast, you know, hey, if you don't like the podcast, tell me you don't like it and then give me feedback as to why you don't like it. Because my goal is to make it so people do enjoy it. You know, where did I go wrong? If you just don't like me then you know it is what it is because I won't lie to people I just give people the, the honest truth you know and and that's the best part about my show is because people I find the realest people you know I just had Brian Karp on and he t- he says, yeah I wake up every day at 4 am you know wake up I wake up at 4 a.m go to my office, do work, go to the gym, get back, put my kids on the bus like you could tell that that guy's motivated as could be and that's not a lie he's he goes to bed at nine o'clock, wakes up there he doesn't eat a carb all week. You know he eats a ridiculously clean diet, and that's why he's the number one salesperson, real estate salesperson on Long Island. You know he sold 141 houses last year. How many people could say that they've done, they've made those numbers, even close to those numbers?
0: Wow. So I'm assuming he's a millionaire.
2: <laughs> I don't know his finances, but I'm sure he does okay. But just like that's the kind of you know that's you know you could tell he's not lying. You know, there's the people that. Say they're oh I'm going to do this or I'm going to do this. You know how many people I talk to on a regular basis that say oh I'm going to start a podcast. Still yet yeah. to see it. Yeah. Still yet to see it.
0: You know there hopes, you know grand hopes and uh, hopes of grandeur as they say right. But I would say given our political climate and what's going on and what's being said, uh, nearly on a day to day basis on the public forum, do you think that we as people as a society, at least in America, I can't speak for other countries, but in America, are people really ready to be brutally honest with each other, though?
2: I think America's soft, personally. And that's why I don't care if I piss people off. You, um, soft? you know, everybody takes everything to heart. You know, everybody takes everything to heart. And it's, and it's, I think it's personally irritating. You know, hey, <laughs> you know, if I don't like you, I'm just going to tell you I don't like you. And then if you're going to go, you're going to be butthurt about it. And you're gonna tell everybody, oh, this guy Harrison, he's a jerk because he doesn't like me. Well, congratulations, you just told everybody that I don't like you. Now everybody knows that I don't like you, and I still don't care what any of the your friends think that I don't like you. You know, if and I'm, and I usually like everybody, but if I feel like somebody's doing something sneaky or they're just not a good person, or I just see the way that they treat, you know, themselves, their environment, their friends. You know, those are people that I'm, I'm you know. I'll hold my com I'll hold my comments back, but everybody just gets so butthurt about, you know, Hey, I think you're, I think whatever your product sucks, it could be you, you suck as a person, you know, your ethics suck, whatever it may be, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm going to get hurt about that. Or, you know, and I don't want to break too far out of the, the, the zone here, but you know, these transgender and stuff like that, which is fine. I get it. But you have to make a full definition. You can't go. You can't go like the wind and be back and forth on everything that you're going to do. And then when somebody gets mad at you for going back and forth because you didn't say "Hey, Mister," you said "Hey, Z," or you said "Hey, Mister," and you know you want to be referred to as Z. You know you can't expect people to know that, and you get all all butthurt about it.
0: I mean, I get what you're saying. Just to follow up, I do think that there's something to be said about not intending to hurt people, though, right? Because I think that we yes. live in a very hurtful world. And like, yeah, maybe someone takes something sensitively, but everyone has a right to respond as they want, right? Absent harming other people. And so, I don't know, it just seems like with our current leadership in this world, it seems like people think it's okay to just say whatever they want because they want to be honest. And then they don't, they don't have any regard for how other people feel. And if, if you feel something that is very, um, not like kosher, (laughs) then then i think that you know what what's the limit to that right like where where do we go with that
1: so
2: my thought on that is you know if you're allowed to get offended over anything i say literally anything i say then i'm then i don't care if i offend you because if you're gonna pick apart everything i say because i didn't conform to what you want people to conform to i you know whatever we're just gonna not we're never gonna agree but you know, those people and stuff yeah. like that. I'm not the one, I'm, I really, I don't provoke, you know. I, I do always say, you know, I'm an internet troll, but that's uh, just a friends. I'll mess around with people. But other than that, you know, I don't care what you are. As long as you're not bothering me, it doesn't bother me. If it doesn't affect me, I could care less about it. I am so focused on my tasks at hand and getting stuff done that I could care less about 90, 99% of the other stuff.
1: Gotcha. What has been the biggest lesson in life you've learned so far so far or in your career even
2: biggest lesson um hmm. stumped you (laughs) no i wouldn't say you stumped me i just want to make sure i give a really good answer (laughs) i think one of the say the question one more time just because i want to make sure i get it right
1: oh yeah so what's the biggest lesson you've learned in your life or your career, what's the b- biggest lesson you've learned so far?
2: Um, you are not entitled to anything at mm-hmm. all uh there's so many kids that go to college thinking they're entitled to you know a fifty or a hundred thousand dollar a year job because they got some piece of paper that got mailed to them three weeks after graduation that says, "Hey, look, you know, I have a degree from this college, you know." there's no better way to set yourself up for failure than going away to college and starting your life off with a hundred thousand dollars plus in debt. And the mentality of you think that's something that you're entitled to anything is so far off of from true that, you know, and, and I blame a lot of different factors. I blame the schools. I blame a lot of parents. I blame, you know, just reinforcing that people think that they're entitled to something. You're not entitled to anything. You're not entitled to success. You're not entitled to fame. You're not entitled to money. You're not entitled to you're entitled to zero, nothing you have to earn and get everything. So the other lesson I learned is if you're not entitled to something and you want something, you have to work outrageously hard to get it because everybody else is running the same competition with you and they all think that they're all entitled to something. And there's a handful of people that are woke quote unquote that, you know, realize that they're not entitled to something and are already starting to run the race as opposed to everybody who's trying to walk the race that are Mm going to get so much further ahead because they've already realized that they're not entitled to something and they're willing to put in the hard work because accepting that you're going to have to work outrageously hard for everything that you want is so difficult when you think that you're entitled to something.
1: Mm. I love it. Okay.
0: So yeah, just the last two questions is like, what's next for you? Is there a upcoming interview, an upcoming event or something that you'd want to share with the Woken Free family? Um, and you know, how can people best get in touch with you?
2: Um, ooh, that's kind of how I end mine. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's weird. I normally don't have to do this. Uh, <laughs> so there's i'm I'm gonna be hosting an event if you want check out the my website brutally honest com. you can go on there you can subscribe for my newsletters i'm gonna be blasting out some newsletters once i iron out the event it's probably gonna be happening um in april um it's gonna be a lot of business uh, a lot of business networking meetings and stuff like that but there's i'm probably gonna do a live podcast and stuff like that so if you want to come down support whatever it is meet some ridiculously awesome people um you know I'm, I'm bringing down you know the best of the best I'm not looking for Joe Schmoe on the street I'm looking for the top tier in every industry to come down and meet people so, so go on my website sign up for the newsletter I'm going to blast it out on my own stuff as well cuz I'd like to see fans on there uh, you know and subscribers but that's cool. that's my big event coming up and then
0: uh in Long Island or New York just so people have context
2: uh it's going to be in it's Nassau County Nassau County, okay. Yeah, it's right. gonna be in Nassau County so in between Stuff County and, and New York City, and I'm probably gonna attract I'm hoping to attract a large crowd from both. So that's okay. that's the major event that I'm gonna be hosting. And that's hopefully that's gonna set me up for a couple more events throughout the year, but I don't know all the details on all of those just yet. And then uh how to follow me is Brutally Honest Podcast on you know every podcast social media um out there, whether it's SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play um you can go to my website brutally honest podcast.com you can check out all the stuff going on there Been putting a lot of time and effort into that website um and that's pretty much how you can follow me you know instagram t- instagram brutally podcast or you can follow my personal stuff harrison underscore baron and uh twitter i don't use too much but you know it's the sa- same thing brutallyhonestpodcast podcast or brutal podcast and then uh harrison underscore baron for my personal stuff
0: okay perfect all right harrison well as always you uh were brutally awesome <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: really
0: Fun. so thank you so much all right talk to you soon
1: all right take care guys
0: scenario
1: time scenario one you're out clubbing with your so jamie you go grab drinks for the both of you as you're walking back a large person bumps to you spilling the drinks all over jamie One of those drinks was a Merlot. Jamie's outfit is most likely ruined now, never to be worn ever again. The person said sorry, but is this the perfect time to be brutally honest? Or could this be another case of when being brutally honest goes wrong?
0: Ooh, interesting. So by brutally honest, do you mean like cussing this person out?
1: However you would react to that situation.
0: Mm, mm, mm. I think there's a difference between being brutally honest and being rude or being brutally honest and being like uh an aggressive attacker so i think you can be brutally honest i think harrison would totally agree with that approach to life in this
1: situation um
0: i think like he said you know earlier that you you've got to be who you are you've got to say what you want and if if it offends people then oh 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 well
1: even in a club with inebriated people around
0: again there's a difference between brutally honest and being rude so you can be you can just say you know that you've ruined this shirt so you not only need to say sorry but you need to pay for my dry cleaning because i'm now unable <laughs> to wear this item again without having to be like hey beep you did a beep right like there's a difference uh, as to uh, as to how you approach the conversation
1: i guess so but i don't think this it's I not mean, my right i'm going turn end. out well yeah, yeah this situation doesn't seem like it's gonna you end might well get enough.
0: ruined shoes and and a bag now but i mean <laughs> right. you know we'll pray for you i don't know
1: in this situation i would just let that go because yeah this <laughs> this can't turn out well because mm-hmm. that's a large person um i don't think i want to get into any scuffles or anything tonight because this was just supposed to be a good time so i would move <laughs> on okay scenario two jeff is quite upset at a co-worker who made a demeaning comment about liberals ruining society with their political correctness his co-worker told everyone that back in his day, people had a pair and would say whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted. He went on to say that the social justice warriors are all a bunch of cats. He, in fact, did not use the word cat, but something that rhymes with the word mushy. Should Jeff be brutally honest with his co-worker about the comment, or should he cry to HR?
0: What kind of question is that, glue up? Should it's he a cry <laughs> to HR? <laughs> it's not a
1: loaded question at all. Exactly. It's definitely in favor of Jeff. Who's doing that? What does America stress?
0: come to, guys?
1: I can't
0: <laughs> like can't. Um Again, I mean, as as a contributor for the Muse, <laughs> I would say, you know, I I definitely had a, a an article about how to deal with offensive coworkers at the workplace, which you definitely guys should go check out. Um, but uh, you know, if if something happens at work and you're uncomfortable and you feel like this uncomfortable situation is going to stand in the way of your work product or your ability to do your job really well, then I think it does involve HR, and so I wouldn't necessarily use the terminology cry to HR I think it, I think the terminology should be you have to if you have to if you feel it's necessary in your spirit to have a conversation with someone then you have to have a conversation with them and it's not uh, whistleblowing it's not any of that stuff it's about having uh, real conversations because this is what you need and you cannot be subdued for the interest of other people regardless of whether they think you're mushy aka something else so uh, <laughs> do you and, and have your conversations Bill.
1: So don't be brutally honest with your coworker. Just skip the coworker and go right to HR.
0: It, I would look at your employee handbook and see what the protocol is. If it's, it's going to be
1: HR, they're yeah. definitely going to point you towards that. Yeah,
0: I think it's I think it's too problematic to be like go handle it with your employee. Like with go handle coworker. it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> go handle it with HR. And... It'd be
1: either yeah. The handbook would either point to the manager or HR. It'd be yeah. one or the other. You exactly. should follow... They wouldn't say to confront the. Yeah, person. you should
0: follow <laughs> protocol because that way then you're not accused of doing any wrongdoing and. You've done what you need to do, and that's it.
1: That's the best way to handle it. I wish I could do the same thing if I was in that scenario. Okay, but cool. I would have to be brutally honest with the co-worker. That's just me, though. hmm Scenario three. Leslie is a very ambitious director. She might be young, but she knows how to get people to do what she wants while she is on set. A powerful force indeed, she is never hesitant to speak her mind. Unfortunately, her work charm hasn't worked out so well in her personal love life. Could this be a time when being brutally honest does more harm than good, or should she just counter losses and wait for the perfect person to ride up on the white horse?
0: Ah, uh, interesting, I think that you know when you're dating, there's so many different factors at play, right, and I think that you know, some men might be turned off by a woman who's too confident or too reassured. And you know what I say to that, the, that man is obviously not strong enough and not cool enough to be with her. I think that people have got to be peep themselves and that you, if you would be, if you're attracting someone who's going to fault you for being you, then that person's not for you. And you shouldn't be, fe- you shouldn't be in a situation where you feel like you have to change yourself because, you know, you're just not fitting the mold of what other people expect for you i think that you know she might want to assess what maybe has has gone wrong in the previous relationships not victim blaming but literally just like what were the transactions what were things that she felt like she could have done differently the other person could have done differently so that she has kind of a scorebook of like you know how to move forward Uh, but uh i think that you know if she's if she's living her life and she's happy with who she is she's just going to need to find someone who can accept her and love her for her badass self
1: as long as that takes, yep. Just wait.
0: Okay, Khalil.
1: Well, it's it's up to her.
0: Time doesn't exist, remember. Yeah,
1: she has all the time in the world, so just wait. Something'll happen, right? You
0: see how evil he is, guys? So evil. All you
1: have to have is patience.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are at that time again. Thank yes, goodness. Ma'am. <laughs>
1: Yes, we are. It is
0: the end of our twenty-second episode of Woken Free. Free. So this was quite the episode, talking about being brutally honest, uh, even amongst us. We it, it was a struggle. So Harrison, I don't know how you do it every day, sir, but uh, we tip our hats off to you. And uh, next, of course, I always do it, but you know, let's in, let's let's play this game. Will I leave you hanging for what our next episode is about?
1: On our next episode, we will be discussing how to know when to trust someone. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. Make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesdays to join the conversation at WokenFree.com.
0: If you want to be a guest on the show, like Harrison, from the Really uh, Honest Podcast, make sure you... Hit us up on WokenFree.com and our contact us page. You can submit a topic for an upcoming episode. If you want us to revisit an episode and a, a, like a topic that we've already covered and you want to give your perspective on it, we're all ears. Hit us up WokenFree.com. And of course, don't forget to hit us up on social media. We're super active. You want to engage with us, we want to engage with you. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at WokenFree.
1: If you didn't already subscribe, please do. Share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woken Free Wednesdays. Until next time, y'all.